DJ Playboy. What's good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy, back with another edition of the Perfect Talk Podcast. And I do no episode, not one, not none, not any, any season, you know what I mean? Without my dog, my partner, my man. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. What it do, brother? What it is, what it do. Welcome to spring. Feeling good. How about you? <laughs> Word. That's why I have to say the poem, man. Springtime. Up man, it's, it's feeling good, man. Little Andre 3000 playing in the background, you know what I'm saying? Little, little uh, prototype action, you know what I'm saying? Just birds are chirping, you know what I mean? Kids is outside playing. It's, it feels good, man. I'm it's winter is just so dark around here, <laughs> so dark in the upstate yeah. New York, man. So I'm it's, it's that time where people come out of hibernation. I used to be in college, like where the girls go winter and fall, where they, <laughs> where they disappear to, because you don't see them again till spring. As soon as it get cold, I say winter. As soon as it get cold, you don't see them again till the spring. Yeah, you take me back to that college fe- feeling. As soon as November hit, you go out to the campus center, and it's like that last episode of Fresh Prince. <laughs> you just stand in the middle of the campus center, there's nobody there. But yo, where everybody at? Oh, y'all study for finals, then y'all gonna go home? Okay. Like when y'all go to class, what the hell? <laughs> <I just work>. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, what's good with you though, bro? How's everything, man? Everything's all right. Can't complain. For sure. And so it was inspecting a house yesterday. Sweet. So sweet. doing that. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, I know that's that's a process and a half, man. So shout out to you with that, man. And definitely best of luck, man. Um, everything's good, man. I can't complain on this side. You know, everything's good, daughter. She's doing her thing in school. Um, you know, I'm st- the stimulus check hit. You know what I'm saying? I pretend like I didn't even get it. You know, did the no look Magic Johnson. When that stimmy hit. Oh, man. Bro, I was I drove past CVS the other day. It was, I was like the parking lot packed. I drove past the liquor store, liquor store parking lot packed. I'm like, y'all just, y'all just, this is burning a hole in y'all pockets, huh? <laughs> St- stimulating the economy. Yeah, they are, yeah. CVS getting diapers and. <laughs> And checks mixed. Prescription drugs and shit. <laughs> All types of shit. Yeah. Whatever they need, man. Like, but um, nah, you know, be, be responsible with it out there. Make it work for you, people. You know what I'm saying? Don't I think the worst thing is to be if you was in a, a diet of strain, right? And the stimulus really did help you out of some situation and you don't got to spend all of it, put it away because you don't want to be in the same situation eight months from now, you know, 10 months from now. Because I don't know, this is some once in a lifetime type shit, which is really is not once in a lifetime. It's actually in my lifetime, the second event, second time that we've been getting stimulus. Third, if you if you count Trump and um Biden as two different eras. I, I consider the whole coronavirus thing as one. But um Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's not something that happens very often. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where they, Cause, Cause George W George W. Bush had a um <laughs> he had, he did a stimulus, right? He did. He did. Yep. Did, did Obama do any? Did uh I kind of want to say um, nah, but he had some shit called TARP, right? No, I think I think George W. Bush had the STEMI, but then Barack Obama came through and bailed out like the auto industry or something. I want to say yeah, right? that sounds about right. Yeah, mm-hmm. this, this ain't no damn economic show, bro. you know. What I'm talking about. <laughs> nah, but but either way, you know, it's not something that happens every four years. It's not something that happens, right, you know right, what I mean, right, right. all the time. So like, and, and once again, like you said, this ain't no financial economics uh, show. And I'm sure if you followed me every day of my life, you'd see some dumb financial decisions um, being made, you know what I'm saying? But but definitely, I'm, I'm on a new wave. I'm trying to be smart with it and just, you know what I mean, make it work for me. So, you know what I mean? I, I, yeah, I, I, bought, a, I bought a new salt and pepper shaker uh, yesterday from Amazon, dropped a little penny on it. Mm-hmm. So definitely don't follow me for financial advice. <laughs> and I'm shopping for a, a PlayStation. But, the, the and that's real talk, 
but I'm getting the PS4, not the PS5, because of that price drop. Oh, is that why? Because you just want to... Uh, I was going to say, you, I was going to ask if you're getting the 5, but you want the 4 because it's cheaper? Yeah, I'm not a big gamer. I haven't played video. I haven't owned a system mm-hmm. in probably more than 10 years. Matter of fact, like, yeah, definitely more than 10 years. So I just kind of want, especially with the, um, you know, quarantine and shit like that, getting some video games, stimulate my brain a little bit. Yeah, no, it, that's funny you say that because um, I, I have games. It's funny, I buy games and I just never have the time to play them because I'm always editing a podcast or working on a radio show, you know what I mean? But um, mm-hmm. I, 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 so I heard somewhere, you know, advice was given to me that if you want to get rid of a bad habit, you got to replace it with, you know, like a good or a neutral habit. And, you know, what I'm saying there's, there's some things. It's, it's, it's obviously it's Lent season. You know what I mean? So there's things I gave up. Um, and just in general, spring cleaning. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to spring clean my life. And, like, you know what I mean? Certain things I'm, I want to leave in the past. And I'm like, yo, video games is a good, like, little, you know what I mean? Time consumer. Something to do with my hands. Something to, you know what I mean? Like, because if you... I, I'm not big on like cravings and temptations, but let's say you do suffer from that, you need something to distract you. You know what I mean? You need something to. Yeah. yeah so it's like it's 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 funny you say that because I I plan on um I haven't stopped buying video games. I just stopped playing them, which is <laughs> insane. But um I, I got a whole ton of games to get to. I guess when when <laughs> when the free time hits. Um. Yeah. Nah, that's what's up though, man. Get, that shit. I got the four too. So who do we we can get on the internet? Be like these kids out here. <laughs> Word up, man! Oh, shit. Man, I don't know what that whole community. When I uh, I, the last time I had a video game system, they had all the online shit, but like you know, internet was all fucked up, and it was gigahertz or whatever of your Wi-Fi. I don't think it was Wi-Fi. Mad small, mm-hmm. so shit be cutting out all the time. Uh, mad racist teenagers. They probably still they there. They still but... definitely still there. <laughs> they definitely still there. <laughs> Myers Leonard. I don't know if you know who that is. He got in trouble a few weeks uh, ago for that. He's playing Call of Duty on Twitch. And he used the the, the K word, um, the Jewish slur. Um, oh man! He was live streaming. Um, but here's my thing, right? I don't know if you heard how much you heard about the story or not. But he tried to front like, oh, I didn't know the the history of that word. I didn't know, you know what I mean? Like exactly what it meant. First of all, he used it in the proper context. It's like when a kid cusses, <laughs> you like <laughs> you know the mama cusses because the shit's used to use perfectly right. And then, um. You also live in Miami, which has a large Jewish community, because um, he plays for the Heat. Um, and then you also were the guy that didn't want to kneel during the anthem, <laughs> out of all, you know what I mean, when everyone else did. So it's like, and which I'm not knocking you for, that's a personal preference, you know what I mean? I'm not saying that he's that makes him a racist or not, but um, or bigot or not. But it's just like, bro, it's like these dudes are playing video games, y'all just lose yourself in the, in the fantasy of it. <laughs> Man, I forgot he was right? <laughs> like you're. Yo. You're borderline famous, bro. And you're like you're famous in that community. People are watching. <laughs> That's crazy. Is he like like what was the context of him being on Twitch? Was it like one of those things where two celebrities or athletes come together and record a thing, or was he just doing? No, he's a his big personal thing. Yeah, he's a big gamer. From what I get, I'm, I don't follow this dude. The only time, first time I heard of him was when he didn't want to kneel um, during the finals. But um, mm-hmm. from what I get and what I've read in the articles, he is big in that community. Like he likes to play games, and he, you know, people watches his Twitch stream. Um, so it wasn't no was like special wild, event. Man. Yeah, he just was wild. <laughs> My man just lost. That his- really is hard, bro. Like if you say that on some kind of recorded whatever, mm-hmm. like that. Alright, yo, how, how is that? In 2021? That's yeah. Oh, man. That's some next level. I see Michael Rappaport like slaying him. <laughs> like, yo, fuck out of here. Like I, it's it's 
it, 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 I don't get it, dog. I don't get where racism comes into video. I know frustration <laughs> comes into video games, but it's not like you know what I'm saying. It's not like people go out to the basketball court, right? And you might see different races play. People don't ain't just throwing around slurs because you getting crossed up. <laughs> you know, <Word. laughs> if anything is unity, if you get bopped up. Even if you could be a white supremacist, you'd be like, "Sir, that was that was a good one." <laughs> I guess because they feel like they can't get their ass kicked because you're in the yeah. privacy of your home, <laughs> so you feel like can't nobody run up on you. Like, no, nah, he was wrong about that. <laughs> he definitely uh, he got a little penalty from the the heat and all that. But um, yeah, man, should been crazy, bro. Should been crazy and and just it, it's bro like. It's crazy because you. I look at the subjects of things we're gonna talk about sometimes, and I'm like, man, there's just some crazy shit going on out here. Like it ain't even like it's borderline like sad. You know what I mean? Like because yeah, you got the big one, man. This 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 dude, 21 year old Robert Aaron Long in Atlanta, uh, kills eight people, shoots more than that, and most of them um Asian females. You know what I mean? Um, goes to three different massage spas. And Bird is him in cold blood. You know what I mean? Like surveillance right. camera shows him walking in, walking out. Like it's all it's all good. Actually gets caught, f- well, I believe fifteen hundred miles away, heading to Florida to go kill more people. That's crazy, man. It, it's nuts, and 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 claims that these crimes weren't racially motivated, which I don't even. You can't even tell me that, bro. There's no coincidence in this. There's no you kill. These people, from what you say, because you have a sex addiction, right, of some sort, which it, does, it seems like he does, right? It's from the story I heard, his family actually kicked him out the day before. He went out and bought the gun, and then he went on a spree, which, you know, speaks of gun control laws in this country, one. And two, he had a problem that was related to um, sexual addiction. I guess he I went to, you know, there's that, those, those rehabs that he had for people who are addicted to porn and things like that. In the sex industry, yeah. he actually went to those, from what I understand, and and this was kind of a relapse for him. He um fell back into uh, the porn, watching watching porn, and, and 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 frequenting the uh, the massages, which he actually um terrorized. Um, and I I I don't even I don't want to make the same mistake the stupid cop made when he was trying to explain it to this dude, but it, something snapped, and and he did now on, on a spree, which is crazy because you haven't heard about many mass shootings in the it's in, in the coronavirus era, so this one kind of stuck out too, you know what I mean? Also, after the reign of Donald Trump, with his rhetoric of calling coronavirus the Kung Flu, the China virus, things like that, there's been a string of violence against Asian Americans in this country, bro, like left and right, and and I think that people not speaking up about it is is doing our Asian brothers and sisters a disservice, you know what I mean? But this was yeah, on, I thought this was, man. I thought this was the same thing when I heard it, right? When I first heard the story, I'm like, oh, damn. You know what I mean? But this is, this is just next level shit, man. Yeah, I mean, to that, you know, you made a quick mention of gun control. They talk about, oh, what would these regulations do? I know there's like some regulation that's just around, like, you'll get the gun, but like, it's not a matter if you come and pay for a same day, pick it up, like, We'll run a check or do whatever, delay for a day, a day or a week or however long it is, and then you get your your piece. In this case, it would have worked like if he maybe if he had like a a couple of days to cool off, like he'd get the gun. I'm not saying that it would necessarily like change. It would definitely fix things, but yeah. it'll make it different. Yeah, there would have been enough time in between for something else to impact him, uh, whether positive right, or exactly. negative. Yeah, yeah. Whereas he was a hundred percent on passion. And then he got the weapon and, and then uh, committed a massacre. But damn, man, yeah, man. The, 
the Asian community is going through a tough one with, with the, just the, the atmosphere. You know, when they say there's power in words, when the president says weird shit like that and empowers racist people, mm-hmm. that's just, it, it bugs me out. Like, I knew Donald Trump was racist. And honestly, you ask me what's my evidence? I don't got no evidence that I'll pass in court. Mm-hmm. I just know. And that should be strong enough evidence to you when a black dude says, yeah, that dude is racist. you be like, yeah, keep <laughs> seeing something in that dude. I'm pretty sure it's there, but you know, whatever. You grew up in the black community, yeah, you know some racism. <laughs> yeah, you, know <laughs> you, see racism. you just look at them, man. I can tell by dude's haircut. You're like, yeah, that dude's racist. <laughs> that dude got a fade. <laughs> Even black dudes, that dude got a fade with the little ponytail thing at the back of the head. Um, That, that dude's racist, man. Racist. But yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the climate he created was, or is, just bananas. You know, when you're in a position like that, you're supposed to be cool about your racism. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, even Ronald Reagan, was that, like, 30, 40 years ago, when he became president, like, he was cool about his, and Donald Trump is just saying all the wild shit, like, out loud. And you mentioned that you mentioned that before, like how the influence of the president is big. I think just in terms of like when he was talking about coronavirus and how we're going to deal with it as a nation in terms of the impact and him saying, you know, no mask. It's like as a sensible person, I'm like, you could do the no mask thing. (laughs) Like, that's that's cool for you, Don. I'm aware of mine. But there's people out there who's like, oh, well, if he ain't wearing it, I ain't wearing it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And if if he says we ain't got to wear it, I'm not going to do it. And I, I like. I never knew how powerful that, that voice was because I don't pay that much attention to um, political figures in terms of my like influence. And I'm not influenced by maybe music when I was younger and certain things on television. But it's like as a grown man, I try to, you know, b- build my own opinions about things and then either look for evidence to um, confirm it or refute it. And it's like I'm not going to follow somebody on the whim, but it's if somebody and let's say I already had those feelings, right, of, of racism inside of me. I, I am going to get empowered when the president makes a joke like that, calling it Kung Flu, you know what I mean? Or or, or things of that nature. And it's just like um, you you have to know your level of responsibility. And that was my thing with Donald Trump. I don't know if Joe Biden's better than Donald Trump <laughs> in terms of being a president. We're going to find out, I guess. But what I do know is that type of rhetoric is so dangerous. Right. And was empowering so many dangerous people that it was like it needed to be quieted. It needed to be shut down. Um, yeah, I mean, let me tell you how powerful the president's words are. I mean, I hate Donald Trump, right? But last, you know, March, I li- I, I tuned into his like first two, three, like coronavirus updates because I'm like, all right, this is the president. He's going to update us on some shit that I need to know to you know go around safely. I want to know what's going on. Then he just started wilding, like the, the, the everything went off the rails. Mm-hmm. At first, he was cool about it, letting the scientists be like, "All right, this is the case." But then he just started saying weird shit, and I'm like, "I can't listen to this guy." Like, I, I really tuned in to see what I should be doing, mm-hmm. but that, that goes to that point of like we look to the president for guidance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you got to make sure that the person at the top, um, put in that position is definitely handling it responsibility. Also in this, in this case with the shooter, it was someone that was put in a position. Um, it was very irresponsible with that role was, um, uh, the, the sheriff, uh, the sorry, Cherokee County Sheriff, uh, Captain Jay Baker. He, uh, was a spokesperson for this case. And while, while describing it, uh, said something really silly to the effect of, um, the suspect was having a bad day. You know what I mean? Um, Worded it, worded it as such um, that, you know what I mean? Like there were things going on in his day. He kind of was at the end of his rope and after a bad day, which is, is weird. Like 
because I think he's just talking white guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he's just yeah. speaking in, in like the way that I guess a white guy, if he was saying something that his ne- his nephew fucked up in school, that's how he would describe it. You know what I mean? Like, right. uh, and it's it's when we say Black Lives Matter and people people out there that get offended by it that that really aren't racist, but there's something about the, ter- the the three words offend them. It's not that we're trying to say that Black Lives Matter more than any other lives. We're trying to say that this grace that you're giving to this white suspect who they took in peacefully right it wasn't that he didn't get shot he didn't have to shoot and bring him in they took him in peacefully there was no violence no 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 anything caused there's this sort of like compassion compassion that they have for these suspects like he he definitely sounded like he felt bad for homie (laughs) you know what i mean who just went on a killing spree oh you know what i mean like and was traveling to do more you know what I mean? To word it as he had a bad day is just super insensitive when you're the spokesperson for the case. And he actually is no longer the spokesperson because of that. He was taken off. Um, also, they found Facebook, which is just coming back. Everybody just 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 delete, just wipe your Facebook. <laughs> Everybody out there, just go yeah. clean. If it's before 2018, just clean it. <laughs> clean everything. Because before before then, you could get away with shit, but not not no more. And they found, actually, well, his, he wouldn't have been, he would have fell into the... I think he he had this post in the past year or so because he had post on his Facebook that um, was basically calling coronavirus um, the uh, has a T-shirt actually that said imported from, imported virus from China um, and other things of that nature um, and th- they're gonna find it <laughs> I don't know how they found this on the they 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 found this dude's uh, Facebook and pulled it up man and then since then he's been taken off um, as a spokesperson for it you know what I mean and. It's like, bro, like, but, but what, what the thing is, is for us not to speak on it, right? For no one to say like, yo, bro, you can't post that. You can't say that. You can't use things like that. Um, we're not trying to take away from your, your male whiteness. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're not trying to take away from your freedom. It's, there's danger in that rhetoric. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and in this case, it, it just, it was, it was displayed differently. It wasn't, but there's this hypersexualization of Asian women, right? In this country. And that actually was the cause of their deaths. Um, like, I don't know what happened in these spas. I'm assuming if this guy had a sex addiction and he frequented them, there were a sexual component to it, right? Um, right. Which, w- which would make these ladies sex workers. But how, you know what I'm saying? And that, that ended up being the cause of their death, which, you know what I'm saying, is so backwards in this society. Like, you, you definitely exploited what they were doing for your own personal need and then used that as a reason to kill them. It's... it's it's sad, bro. And um, I definitely, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to, to the victims, man, and their families, because it's, it's just something, it's hard to wrap your head around when it just doesn't make sense like this. Right. Yeah. Mm. It's, 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 it's tough news. Yeah. But definitely, you know what I mean? Shout out to people in that area. And, and just, like I said, uh, thoughts and prayers for the, the victims, man, because it's, it's, that's some heavy shit. And I think it hits a little harder because we haven't had a, a, a mass shooting like this in about like a year and change. And it's like, yo, this, this it's still out there. You know what I mean? The threat's still out there. So definitely be careful, man. Um, in other news, man, your man Deshaun Watson just went from being the guy, right? From that that didn't want to go join the Texans organization anymore, that didn't want to show up and, and and he just signed a big contract, but didn't want to play for that team anymore, right? I, I, I bet the Texans are wishing they took some of them trade offers right now. And <laughs> would have traded him because your man Deshaun Watson found himself in a whole slew of uh Me Too trouble, man. Um started out with with I believe it was like one or two uh accusers 
accusing him of sexual misconduct. And that number is up to seven people, seven uh, women um, with and, and 12 cases in total. Seven of them actually taking him to court because of it. Um, alleging that Deshaun Watson of the, the Houston Texans um, had inappropriate conduct and sexual assault in some of these cases. Um, it, it, it seems like he was preying on massage therapists for some reason. Um, I don't know if then, which is weird, right? Because Peyton Manning kind of got himself in some trouble with a, was, was it like a, it was a massage therapist. No, was she a massage therapist? I think she was a physical trainer, right? I think it was a, yeah, it was like an athletic trainer. And then, if AB a- a- kind of got himself in some trouble like that too, right? With, with someone that I believe had that same kind of role. Um, uh, well, he got himself in trouble with a, a bunch of different females as well. But it's like, I don't know what it is about that particular setting with the massage therapist, but people are using this as as, as a way to prey on these young ladies. And um, it was weird because, I mean, you, you can't, obviously you can say this by anybody, but Deshaun Watson would not be the dude that you would have thought would have found himself in this type of trouble, but it, 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 the the allegations are, are are pretty damning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's 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 hard, man, to try to dis- defend anything that you know. What I mean, that he's doing. They, um, in one of the lawsuits, they're saying Watson's behavior is part of a disturbing pattern of preying on vulnerable women. Um, the lawsuits. Uh, there was a first massage therapist. Um, said he worked. He came to where she worked. Six other lawsuits allege Watson inquired about uh, massages through you know different means. Um, three out of the four lawsuits accused him of inappropriate contact. Um, a fourth lawsuit said he forcibly tried to kiss a woman. Um, <laughs> another one said that he what was it uh, that he he wanted her to like uh, massage his groin area. And there's actually text messages of them going back and forth for just uh, talking, which is. Is, is pretty damning because in one of the text messages at days after he kind of apologizes, you know what I mean? And says something to the effect of sorry about uh, you feeling uncomfortable. Never were the intentions LMK. If you want to work in the future, my apologies. Just like, ah, <laughs> well, she's, she's alleging that he um wanted her to like, you know, massage close to the groin area. Um, she she you know she stated that she didn't really necessarily feel uncomfortable. He was still trying to get her to focus there. Um, then he said that you know she wasn't really doing it in the way that he liked it, and she said that he purposely exposed the tip of his penis from under the towel. He was fully erect as a result of moving his hips. Um, Watson purposely touched the plaintiff's hand with the tip of his penis. Um, it just that that's that's some next level shit. Um, and then I guess kind of like quote-unquote threatened her um because i guess she got you know weirded out by it and, and said something to the effect and he was like uh according to her allegations i know you have a career and a reputation and i know you hate for someone to mess with yours just like i don't want anyone messing with mine which you know could be perceived as a threat um i don't like damn it's, it's just <laughs> it's, it's just next level man um what, what you got to say on this deshaun watson situation keith what's the nfl saying about that I don't, I'm, I'm looking Oh, it says they begin an investigation. Investigation, yeah, yeah. That, and he, and he, whether or not that he's found guilty in anything in the civil in the in the court, if the NFL feels like this, that he did something, they could definitely choose to put him on the exempt list or you know what I mean suspend him like that. It doesn't necessarily have to be something happened in court. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I think uh, it, it, it's that time. <laughs> I guess you know, dudes are. Uh, facing the accountability 
of things that they did that they thought was okay. So Deshaun Watson's just the, the, the next one up. We see Cuomo, we see Deshaun Watson. Uh, Cuomo's looking at it like, I ain't do that shit. let's focus on Deshaun Watson here y'all but but it's funny that we put them in the same in the same category right it's 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 making women uncomfortable which was not a crime three four years ago you know what I mean which was you you, and and um has to be addressed in the male community I believe um I remember when when all the me too stuff popped off my job went to the my I mean, I've been working at my job for about 10 years we ain't never had no sexual harassment meetings never had no videos and seminars on the shit and and they made sure they did haven't mentioned it since <laughs> I've had allegations of sexual harassment at the job nothing but nothing to that effect you know what I mean just, which kind of just seems like they did it to liability purposes so they could you know right. what I mean say that they did it but it's just like the actual it doesn't feel like the actual sentiment is there to protect women, and um, as a father yeah. of a of a young lady, you know, as a brother of a of a of female, as a son of a female, it's like we we probably should be doing more than we're doing to defend this, to call this stuff out, and and you know, what I mean, to like point it out when it happens. But it's like, I guess, also as males, we can see the other side of not the Deshaun Watson situation, but more so in the Cuomo, you can see the other side of it, right? You can see the you know what I mean? Like maybe being a little bit too pushy, but not not grasping it until you can step back from the situation and look at it. You know what I mean? Um, right. And 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 it's sad, but that, that that's that's some guy's approach. You know what I mean? Like Deshaun Watson does it, it to me, right? From the outside looking in, as I look at an NFL football player, and I'm like, bro, you could just go to the club and you <laughs> they throwing themselves at you. You know what I mean? But that doesn't necessarily mean it's true. You know what I mean? That doesn't necessarily mean he can just go out and get girls like that, or that he even wants to. You know what I mean? Like exactly. I was going to say that you know they quote unquote thrown it at you, but when that happens, you perceive some as throwing them, throwing it at you when they're not. So then you throw throw yourself upon them mm-hmm. un- unwelcomingly. Mm-hmm. And that so. could be it too. Being a person of power, Cuomo, uh, Deshaun Watson, Bill Cosby, um, Harvey Weinstein. There were probably women who did not have a problem messing with them. You know what I mean? Or doing things with them, and that, not to excuse it, but that could kind of cause some confusion, I guess, maybe in their minds as to you know how we actually should approach women and how we we should be doing this. But I mean, Deshaun, this is Deshaun Watson shit is if true is this next level shit because it it shows that he definitely wanted that vulnerability of being alone in a room, right? Because how many situations are you necessarily going to be alone in a room? It's not like if you have a, a female let's say hairdresser or something like that or, or barber or whatever, you're not going to be alone in, in a room with her, right? You're not going to be necessarily, um, if, if you have to go to your accountant's office, you're not necessarily going to be alone in a closed room with her, but massage therapy is kind of one of those things, right? Like you, Robert Kraft got himself in trouble for that. You know what I mean? Just that, that private, anything could happen. You know what I mean? We wouldn't know about it if there wasn't a sting. We never would know about it. Right. So it's like, it's that, that privacy aspect to it. And if, from what it sounds like, if these allegations are true, he was using that to his advantage. So um, hopefully more information comes out of it. If And I will say this. If Deshaun Watson is innocent, I definitely think that the same energy should be given to proclaiming um, his innocence. Um, and if he's guilty, I definitely think he should be uh, prosecuted. Because um, that, that, we need to do more to defend our women in this culture. Um, as well as our males, you know what I mean? In terms of and, and defending our males might, might come through the form of education. It might come through the form of, you know what I mean, conversations 
Um, because I do think as a culture, we we need to grow a little bit in terms of that that type of stuff, man. Um, Definitely. Let's see what else is going on. It's, it's like I said, it's been a crazy week, man. Things have been going back and forth. Um, another sad news. I ain't gonna front, man. There was a, a, a one that that you told me about this week that kind of like had, I had a head shaker, man. Everyone knows the stimulus checks, you know. What I mean, hit this week. I know you've seen people wilding, um, doing what they got to do. Some people being responsible with it, whatever. But one thing I heard about early, what I didn't even know, like, I mean, you, you, some people was like, my check hit Friday, my check hit over the weekend, my check was hitting early in the week. But I didn't even know people had the money when I heard the story already because I my my check didn't hit yet. But apparently there was like a multiple homicide in Indianapolis. A man was formally charged with murder Thursday of killing three adults and a child after he and his girlfriend argued because he wanted a share for federal COVID-19 relief money. And and when I first heard the story, I'm like, all right, well, maybe, you know, what I mean, like some she some type of way she got the maybe she claimed the kid on her taxes, but he's really taking care of the kid. And, you know, he felt like he got jerked out of it. And he, he was like, you know, like break me off or something. From what I understand, she even offered him some like, yeah, I'll give you like four hundred dollars. or You know, what I mean, like kick rocks. Um. And he ain't like that. He didn't appreciate that, um, and and ended up killing her, her brother, her mom, and uh, one of her children, seven year old uh, Eve Moore. Um, it don't even make sense, bro. It's like, <laughs> it's like for what, bro? For you just kill four people over a stimulus check. And then the more I've learned about this guy, he does kind of seem like a bully of sorts. Like he's gotten away with other stuff that he's done in the past. Um, I think he shot somebody before, but got off on like a, a lesser charge. Um, only had to, had to serve a couple months in prison. Um, I think he, the, his girlfriend said that he had shot at her car before, but he wasn't actually formally charged in that case. So maybe he's just like a bully, you know what I mean? Of some sort, but this is just like, not like you're a psychopath. Like, you know what I mean? Like this isn't life changing money for you to be killing four people. Like, what are you talking about, bro? Yeah, that, that's why I was. Uh, I've been blessed enough to have just enough money where I don't have to get into uh, financial entanglements with people. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I remember. I think it was in Michelle Obama's book, or maybe she said in an interview where she said that she organized her life to not have messes, and that's kind of how I've organized my life to to this point. And uh, it's because of stuff like this. Cause I've heard of stuff not like this, but I've heard of people getting into disagreements over money and not large sums of cash mm-hmm. and not even cash that someone that people necessarily had the right or the privilege to it's just some cash that they would have liked that the other person might have lots of stuff with people claiming kids on taxes mm-hmm. or tax write-offs two people file separately one gets more money than the other all types of stuff like that and people just getting into these nasty disagreements and I never wanted any parts of that. So something like this is just, I mean, it's very, very bizarre, very out of this world. But, man, it's unfortunate. Yeah. And I don't even know if he was caught in the moment, maybe, because his movements don't even make any sense. He said after he shot everyone in the home, he took the money, which I'm assuming it was the stimulus money. He took his girlfriend's purse. He took her car and left the scene uh, with his six-month-old and went to... um the house of his sister um, where the baby was at. And then, and then after that went to the house of his friend, his name is Malik Hellfaker, um, <clears throat> 25 years old. And now he faces four counts of murder, man. Um, and a count of attempted murder, armed robbery and theft. It, it's, <laughs> it don't even bro. Like what was the thought process here? Like there wasn't any, you know what I mean? There wasn't any. And it's just like, I think it's just a bigger picture of 
be smart with the money, y'all. Like, it don't necessarily got to be, obviously, life-changing money for people to act stupid with it. Um, but this is, don't lose your humanity over it. You know what I'm saying? Don't, like, what I seen something the other day, actually today, when preparing for this, a lady, um, the, the headline was, child eats fentanyl that mother bought with stimulus check. And I was like, well, they didn't really have to throw the stimulus check part in there. Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> if she if she was irresponsible enough to leave fentanyl around her kid where he would eat it, like she would have done that regardless. Whether now maybe she had a little bit more of it because of the stimulus check, but I felt like that was like one of those things trying to like demonize how people are behaving with the money. Um, and it's just like it's just a bigger message of you know be smart with it, y'all. Don't lose yourselves, man. Don't don't. Th- this was I can't even use it as a cautionary tale because it's just so out of this world. It don't even seem like anybody that I know or anyone listening would even have the thought process of wanting to kill four people for $1,400. Right. But when you don't work for the money and it's given to you, it's, it's, I, it's, I think people just, this is something in your mind that don't, and I, I've had financial disputes and I, I try to live by the rules you live by Keith, like not to have these type of things and not to get into these, uh, these situations. And, and I try my hardest to avoid them. And I, I have been there and it's like, it just, it, it's sometimes you're just offended <laughs> you're just offended that somebody wants the money that you've worked for, that you did something for, that even if you didn't work for it, it was given to you, you know what I mean? And um, d- people lose themselves. So I'll say this as a cautionary tale, man. I-, I don't believe this to be life-changing money, but I know that this could change people's behavior. And, you know, don't don't lose your relationships with family members and people that you actually do love and care about over some money because it's, it's silly and stupid, man. Um, but we are getting tight on time, Keith, so we got to switch things up to uh, have you heard rapid fire edition, my dude. Um, I hear some headlines, and, you know, I like to bring them to the table. You know, see, my man Keith has heard it, you know what I mean? Like, it's all, you know, see what's going on in these streets. Um, so first up, Meghan Markle, man. We didn't we didn't talk about the Meghan Markle thing, but apparently Meghan Markle speaks out after investigator admits he illegally obtained data about her for a UK tabloid. Uh Daniel Hanks told the BBC that he illegally obtained personal information belonging to Megan and her family members, including her social security number, address and phone number. Um, and he was hired by the UK tabloid, the sun to dig into Megan's personal life during the early years of her romance. Um, and this story caught my attention because it kind of speaks to like what Megan Markle had to go through, what she discussed in that interview with Oprah. I don't, did you get a chance to see that one Keith? The Megan and Harry interview? That's saw highlights. I saw yeah. the highlights. I know I have not heard about this dude who got her information, but I, I did see the highlights of the Oprah interview. It was crazy, and, and and some of the stuff she touched on in that interview was what dealing with um, racism. I believe something was said about the skin color of her child, um, and 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 obviously she was an outsider, right? She was an American brought into a um, English just system, <laughs> so to speak, where. Maybe that the way that she was used to doing business wasn't the way that they were used to doing business. So there was always like a strain there and it ended up with Harry and Meghan eventually leaving. But it's just the way that she's treated in after this Oprah interview, right? Just the way that the, the media has treated her. Pierce Morgan left his own show <laughs> just because of the way he came at Meghan Markle. You know what I mean? And it's just like, like we're, this is this is vitriol for her. This is hatred for her, which, you know, maybe stemmed in racism, maybe stemmed in uh just, you know, like the old regime, not wanting anybody new coming in. And it's just like, but why, though? You know what I mean? Like, like it, I got to speak up on it. It's like, it, it wasn't surprising to me, but it's just like, it's got to be called out. You know what I mean? Yeah, sad, because she's not like a politician. Man. She was just, she loved the guy. He happened to be a royalty, and she came into this. And the, the evil eye that's on her is bananas. Mm-hmm. It's, it's. 
and I picked up on it too because I have a UK coworker, and just kind of the way that he would like talk about her, it didn't sound very like loving. It didn't sound like he was a fan. You know what I'm saying? Just certain things he would do. Like he said something like she closed her own car door once. And I'm like, I, I get that's not, you know, necessarily within the, the theater of royalty, but she also didn't come from that theater. You know what I mean? She, she right. studied in just being a regular American citizen. So, um, it's something that, you know I mean? It's scary. And that, it it, it, it kind of brings back memories of Princess Di and just how she felt and how, you know what I mean, sadly, she she was tragically taken out because of the amount of attention that the tabloids gave her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that Meghan and, and, and Harry decided to get out of there. I'm glad that they were not left high and dry in terms of security detail not being on them and things like that. I think Harry said that he... he there was money that it, that his mom left for him that he was able to use to pay his security detail to stay on staff um, because that, that could have ended real bad. You know what I mean? And we've we seen it. Yeah. We've seen it front and center. So um, Meghan Markle, hold your head up, ma. You know what I mean? And, and I hope they could do something here in, in, in the States that, you know, could keep their fame, could keep their 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 income stream, you know, rolling. But there's there's obviously some sort of interest in them. You know what I mean? So definitely, like, I, yeah. I it don't do, don't necessarily have to be the corny reality show route or something like that. But it could be something as simple as a podcast or like just a talk show where they, you know, what I mean, are, are able to speak on um, whatever it is that they they find important to them. Um, Keith, have you heard? Uh, Virginia is going to restore felons voting rights. Sorry, ex former felons ex voting uh, voting rights. Um, Virginia Governor Northam, my man. Blackface Northam <laughs> restores voting rights to... <laughs> as, he, as he's popularly known. <laughs> he's going to restore voting rights to 69,000 former felons with a new policy. Um, Ralph Northam announced Tuesday that he's taking executive action to restore voting rights and other civil rights to former felons as soon as they complete their prison terms, a move that will immediately improve, immediately apply to more than 69,000 formerly incarcerated Virginians. Um which is cool because it's happening at a time where people all over the country are trying to actually crack down on voting rights for people and trying to make it harder for uh, minorities and people of color to vote um, based off the results of the last presidential election. Um, that it, That is actually pretty awesome that Northam is going that direction. Yeah, that's pretty big. Yeah. I'm hoping that, that that could be more states doing that. And I know other states have, have mentioned that they wanted to, but definitely I hope more states can follow in that direction because... Well, one, you got people that were improperly incarcerated. You know what I mean? Not necessarily everyone in there um, is guilty, but it's also a thing as you did your time, right? You did what you had to do. You you worked for pennies on the dollar in there. You know what I mean? Like if you've done your your you paid your price back to society, yeah, you should you should have a voice in society. Um, All right. <laughs> so it's like, and and it's not you know what I mean because it, it it doesn't necessarily mean if you went to jail you're going to vote de- Democrat. Or, you know, what I mean, there's it's I think you should just be given the rights that all of us are given. Like and many people don't even exercise that right when they have them. So it's like to take that, that right away from these people as like a lifelong sentence, I think, is, is kind of silly because um, it, it's not even dependent on the crime. It's just if you're a felon, right, you just can't you lose that right to vote. So um, definitely something that I think we should uh, work on trying to get a lot of more felons that ability uh, just to just to get back in the game. You know, what I mean, um, yeah. Keith, have you heard LeBron James becomes part owner of the Boston Red Sox as he joins Fenway Sports Group, um, which owns the Boston Red Sox, the Liverpool Football Club, Rouge Fenway Racing, and the regional sports network NESN. 
Damn, LeBron, you doing a big, bro. <laughs> yeah, doesn't he have an ownership in uh, some football club in the Premier League? He, yeah, he owned 2% of Liverpool. Uh, so now he becomes, uh, I guess he has a higher percentage now that uh, he's part of the uh, yeah the the group, uh, Fenway Sports Group. Um, and also him and Maverick Carter become the company's first black partners, um, which is huge, you know, black history. But yeah, yeah Duffy, that's, that's huge, man. That's, that's good to see that, just that, that wealth. You heard the Kanye thing, there's this thing, and uh, Jay-Z sold titles. So to, to, to hear power moves like that is dope. Mm-hmm. Yep, and became partners with uh, what was it, LVMH? Uh, uh, in terms of his uh, what was it, Ace of Spades uh, champagne? So, but but not even a brush yeah, over, yeah. The, yeah, not even a brush over the Kanye thing, man. That's huge, bro. <laughs> like Kanye, I mean, I knew we knew Kanye West had, had cracked the billion dollar mark, but um, I think for me and and maybe you, and I, I know definitely you, it, it hits a little differently because I like when people. Say, you know what I mean? Like, just sit back and watch. Don't believe me, just watch, like Bruno Mars say. Like, Kanye yeah. said, wait till I get my money right. And that song not only was a great song, but I think the message of it was just so like, yo, I'm down right now, right? I'm not where I want to be financially, but wait, I'm going to get there. <laughs> and when I get there, I'm going to act a damn fool. And it's like, to see it happen to to this level, because I mean, I always thought Kanye was rich, you know what I mean? If, if he was worth a couple hundred million, if he was, you know what I mean? If he was worth, uh, you know what I mean, close to a billion, but the for this level of wealth, <laughs> I think what uh, Forbes said he's close to six billion dollars. Like, that's insane. <laughs> that's coming yeah. from Chicago. He he out there with Oprah and Jordan. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean that, that's big. That he because like, that that's something that was built not necessarily from nothing, but he like he didn't earn a how I say he didn't his his pay his salary or whatever you want to call it is not a billion dollars. Like mm-hmm. he had this thing and he fed it value and his value increased so much that now he's worth over a billion dollars so that's huge that is is crazy it just you know what i mean you heard and, and and i think what makes it even more interesting is that there were several times throughout kanye's career where you're like i don't know if he's going the right direction <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i don't necessarily know what direction he's going because he's it, it's head scratcher moments you know what i mean but to see that he, you know, always had his eye on the prize and was definitely moving towards um, several deals. Like Kanye used to work at the Gap, and now he has a billion dollar deal with Gap. <laughs> like, right. Well, he he he's been erratic, but when you look at his his uh, some of the things that don't don't necessarily show up on the the e new the e network or whatever, mm-hmm. um, like his fashion stuff, like he's just been pushing along consistently with that, just going harder and harder and harder like that. Hasn't been erratic. I mean, his behavior, his music has been kind of weird and up and down and stuff. But that fashion thing, that business thing behind the scenes, on, on the low, he's been pushing with that. Now, look, that that's the thing that brought probably brought him most of his value. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's like, uh, yeah, shout out to Kanye, man, definitely. And I'm, it was times with some of the fashion stuff you've even seen where, like, he has the famous um how sway interview <laughs> where you know what i mean like he's saying that he wants ownership in some of his stuff and you know sway is kind of like well can't you work with these people and can't you do this you know what i mean and kanye just in his mind it just made no sense <laughs> he was like right. no i can't you know what i mean and and we see you know what i mean like why because he he had the bigger picture he had the vision um even some of the fashion you know was head scratches like i look at some of that stuff and i'm like i don't know if i'd pay that much money <laughs> to rock that but people love the yeezys you know what i mean people love love you know what i mean just everything he do. I, I can't wait to see what he's doing with gap 
You know what I mean? I'm 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 looking forward to that. So he's uh he's out here, man. He's doing his thing. Shout out to Kanye. Salute to you. Salute to LeBron James. Cause just just black excellence. I think someone said that Kanye might be the the what the richest black man in history. <laughs> I don't know how true that I gotta check the stats on that, but I mean that's if so, like shout out to black black history being made every day, you know what I mean? Well it was even when you think about when he the he had this fashion show where he had like the under the bridge type clothes. Mm-hmm. Everything was huge and it was just looks like you know you don't had a couple bouts with heroin and you lost <laughs> but rem- 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 remember right after that fashion show mad people just started dressing mad frumpy like the big Balenciagas and they got holes in the clothes you like your sweatshirt had mad holes in it yeah something in a fashion article that was talking about um something like ugly fashion mm-hmm. so like Dr. Martin's like these big clunky ugly things but they're fashionable now he that's the first person i've seen showcase that type of shit so i wouldn't be surprised if a few people paid 300 500 a thousand dollars for stuff i think his flip-flops is like 200 dollars or 100 dollars yeah <laughs> if someone's listening like this nigga's clueless and it's because i don't follow this shit but i know it's really expensive Oh, yeah, I, I, my whole thing is I, I don't know what the paperwork was like on that divorce, but I hope you know he doesn't end up losing a ton of his fortune um, in this divorce with Kim Kardashian. I don't think they will because they both kind of came into it with money. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, I have a prenup. Yeah, so hold on to your money, Kanye. That's what's up, man. <laughs> um, another Black History news, man. Drake, uh, Keith, have you heard? Drake makes history as first artist to debut tracks at number one, two, and three on Billboard which is huge, man. Like, that's never been done before, and the only people to ever actually have songs on the top three songs simultaneously in the uh, countdown were the Beatles and Ariana Grande, So, which is great history, a great company to be around. But he debuted, I'm talking about they just dropped one, two, and three off of his scary, um, was, it, was it Scary Thoughts? Is that what it's called? <laughs> an album um, that he has going on. Scary Hours, sorry. Scary Hours 2. Um, I guess it was an EP that he put out three tracks long and, he, and it's definitely paying off for him. Some good music, man. And, and it just, it makes you think like, can I, I don't think Drake's stopping anytime soon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Drake is definitely, I didn't realize Drake was um, like so close to our age though. He's like 34 years old. Um, I don't know why I thought he was a little bit younger than that, but shout out to him. You know what I mean? Like making history in that regard. Yeah, some of these cats who've been around them for a long time. They was right around that age, J. Cole, Drake. Yeah. Sean probably like 30 now, right? Or 31. Yeah, exactly. And it shows you, you know what I mean? Like, it's they call rap a young man game, but a lot of people blow up in their 30s, 40s, you know what I mean? Like, that's when it, you, obviously you might get, get started in it as a teenager in your 20s, but you know what I mean? I feel like Jay-Z made that cool, though, because it's, yeah, it has always been a, uh, a, um, a young man's game, but then Jay-Z did it, you know, people saw him in his late 30s, Jim Jones trying to roast him. But then, you know, look at these cats now. Jim Jones still Drake rapping. Is on <laughs> right, Jim Jones, yeah. Jim Jones is old-ass dude, so mm-hmm. still rapping and shit. Still making and, and making money off of crypto and a whole bunch of other uh, moves too. But um, in other music news, uh, shout out to Beyonce. She made history as the most awarded um artist in, in Grammy history with her 28th win. Um, shout out to Megan Thee Stallion. She won like three Grammys um, and also had a, a performance with Cardi B that received FCC complaints uh, when they performed WAP. Um, but just shout out, you know what I mean? Shout out to, to just black women. Um, and gen- oh, a shout out to her. One last, you know what I mean? Last shout out because she won a Grammy 
and then found out the next day that she's nominated for an Oscar for a song that's on the uh, Judas and the Black Messiah uh, soundtrack, Fight For You. So shout out to just black women making history um, and just black artists in general doing their thing in 2021. Keep making that money. Keep stacking that. Don't keep making great music because I do like everything from all those artists right there. Word, word. But we got to get up, get up out of here, Keith. That's another episode in the books, man. Um, where can people find you at on social media? Instagram, me and my underscore 35. My guy, my guy. You can find me, DJ Playboy, on Instagram, um, at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Uh, you can follow Perfect Talk Podcast on Instagram, at Perfect Talk Radio. Um, also, you can check us out on our website, www.perfecttalkpodcast.com. Every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast, the night shift, um, and my radio show that I do with my brother, DJ Show, Money Talks Radio. So check that out. Give us a listen. Also, every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and wherever your local, uh, wherever your podcast is sold. So go check that out. Leave a review. Leave a rating because we, we love when you do that. Uh, Keith, where can people? Oh, sorry, what are you watching on television nowadays, brother? Oh, my man Anthony Mackie's is uh, on Disney Plus with that Falcon and the the Winter Soldier, know, Falcon and and Will Winter. So I'm about to say Falcon and the Black Messiah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I prefer that, <laughs> but yeah, Falcon and the Winter, Winter Soldier. So that was a movie that just went straight. It was gonna be in the theaters, but it went straight to Disney Plus. No, it's a series. So oh. it looks like they're doing Marvel's Marvel like limited series. Oh, movie. so it's that about a three hour. So they did the same thing with Wanda. Wanda, Wanda Vision, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I for some, I thought it was a movie. Okay, I didn't know that. All right, shout out to Anthony Mackie. That's what's up. Yeah, I gotta check that out. And it, 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 it I'm guessing it continues on where like Avengers, um, Endgame left off. Yeah, pretty much. It looks like Disney Plus is looking to kick off like the new era of, of Marvel whatever. Yeah, the MCU. So to, right, so I guess giving these people a story like that, focusing on them in that way in, in a series makes it more like accessible so you can enter the new era of this joint. Because a lot of people don't follow the comic book, so this is like a good chance to really break people into it. And by the way, also, to that point of movies getting released right to right to the um, screen, the mm-hmm. living room screen, uh, I think it's um, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Ooh, the Snyder on Cut. HBO Max. The Snyder yeah. Cut. <laughs> I have not. I, bro, I don't I know who Zack Snyder is. I don't know why it's a big deal they put his name on it, to be honest. Yeah. I'm like, well, you don't, oh, you don't, I don't know you, why they put Ben. What? You don't know the background of it? I never heard of Zack Snyder, no. Yeah, he's uh, so he's the original director. I don't know much of it. I mean, I've never seen Justice League, but he's the original director. I mis- His daughter died, and I think due to suicide. Um, while he was making the movie, so he left the production, and uh, somebody else finished it, and a lot of people were like, well, that's why Justice League wasn't that, po- that hot, because it wasn't the original oh. vision, so this is the full, like, what his vision of what he wanted it to be, how he wanted it to end, how he wanted it to go, and it, it, I think the, re- the real reason it's so popular was because it was a big internet push for Marvel, sorry, for DC to, to release it, um... That now, you know what I mean? That that, that oh, the fact. So is this like something that what they is this the Justice League, but now they he came and redid it or whatever in his vision? 
he finished it. So the I guess the majority of the movie was the way that he wanted it to was his vision, but the way that it ended, uh-huh. from what I understand, it didn't end the way that he wanted it. So yeah, this is his movie. Um, with I guess there, there's more of a focus on some of the other characters like Cyborg and I guess Flash get a little bit more more shine in this one because it's a four hour movie, mm-hmm. so they're, they're able to flesh things out more than they did. in, I guess I was the, just about the, to say I was like you talk about the ending, and I don't know if I'm gonna get to that ending because the shit is four hours long. I watched the first fifteen minutes of it. Have to break that shit up. You gotta watch that shit like a, like a mini series. Yeah. No, um, I'm looking forward to. I don't I don't know whether it's good or bad, but I'm looking forward to just checking out just because I want to get the most out of my HBO Max subscription. I'm like, damn, I, I missed out on that Judas and the Black Messiah. So I'm like, everything that drops now, I'm watching just like <laughs> just to get I my money. My shit, my shit is my shit is done on the end of um, March next week. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, you got to get it all in then. <laughs> what made you yeah. do that? I wasn't using it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I, I watch. I, I do watch Harley Quinn on there. I'm not gonna lie, and I know there's other stuff I want to watch on there, but I, but for the most part, I just never get the time. So I'm thinking about, like I said, spring cleaning my life, like looking at the shit that's not getting used and canceling some of it because you can't just be throwing money out the window like that. <laughs> that's Fifteen bucks a month, bro. Fifteen. So I, you know, HBO last year. Uh, last year wasn't Game of Thrones, but there's different shit. Insecure, but mm-hmm. maybe it might turn back on when Insecure come back. Yeah. These little movies here and there. I, there's tons of other shit I could watch. So oh, yeah. What's that? 100, I didn't sacrifice. 180 a year, right? <laughs> you, yeah. better, you better get your money's worth. I got, I got the I got the black homework out the way. Black homework meaning shit that you have to do. Mm-hmm. So that I got the the little things, big whatever the little things, whatever the Denzel Washington shit. So I had to throw him some love. Mm-hmm. Then of course Judas and the Black Messiah. But I watched those two. This four hour movie is optional. <laughs> uh, the, the, a lot of these shows they have to stop filming last year so I think maybe I'll consider turning it back on at the end of the year but we'll see that's the vibe I think you gotta have it a lot of cord cut and it's like turn it on and off cause there's no contracts turn it on and off as you need it cause don't don't, don't just let that money just be draining out for no reason but uh good, good little financial advice right there man <laughs> we up out of here Keith say goodbye to the people brother peace peace <laughs>